Welcome to Purse First, the only podcast exclusively about the girls and the gays who rap. I am Prince Pierre, aka Prison Pants. <laughs> Pierre, I'm cutting this microphone off right now. I'm not going to play with you. I'm Cecily, also known as Bad Fat Black Girl. Also known as all you bitches pussy and I always get my lick back. I've actually been uh-uh. meaning to say that on this show ever since a little Uh-oh. incident that happened last month. But you know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna get us all that. It ain't even got shit to do with the rap girls. Shit. But <laughs> um, how you doing, friend? I'm good. Um, Why these bitches don't listen to us, friend? Why are we back this week having to do the same shit we did last uh, week and then some? Uh, oh my God. And what's crazy about this week is we don't have to repeat shit from last week. It's so much new shit you bitches done gave us. <laughs> but also, I do gotta repeat some shit from last uh, week. Said, no, because some shit I said last week is really, really, really played out this uh, week. And it's, we, it's, we gonna it's get boiling, there. It's boiling. We uh, gonna get there. We well, I just wanna say, I don't wanna argue with you today. We no, we are not arguing. Trust me. Me, me and you are very aligned today. Me and you, me and you are aligned. I mean, me and you got aligned last week, and I feel like ever since then we will be able to move forward. Okay. Because well, at this before... point, everybody's playing a damn fool, as far as okay. I'm concerned. Now, make sure y'all before we um uh, before y'all even listen to the rest of the podcast make sure you give us five stars right motherfucking now on apple music on spotify give us five stars leave a comment and be like oh this is the best podcast i've ever listened to in my life we appreciate it y'all period so let's get into one drop this is where pierre and i talk about a single that you know the rap one of the rap girls okay it has dropped since the last episode and we give our honest opinion Pierre, what you listening to this week? Y'all, I feel like every week I get closer to losing my barb card. And I just want to say, Glorilla featuring, I don't even think it's a feature. I think it's Glorilla and Cardi B. It's a collaboration. Tomorrow too. So to be honest, friend. I don't even think this is anything worth losing a bar car over because it literally is just a song that everybody is listening Y'all. to now. And I just, I just, I just want to say, I just want to talk about the vindication that I feel about tomorrow too, because y'all know tomorrow one was already my shit. And I know people, I know Cardi came through and slid, but before you get into your thoughts, I Be- just want to just say that I had been told y'all that that was a fucking bop and it was a banger. And yeah, Cardi and I also want to say, before we talk about Cardi verse, mark my words, and Cecily always said this: that bitch Glorilla is a motherfucking problem. And let me tell you, the lane in which I hope she stays in. I love when money doesn't change people; it Facts. elevates them. I love. I, I love when. You already have a good product and then people put money behind you and you're, you just do what you did before, but better. You elevate it versus changing it. And Glorilla foot is on my motherfucking neck right now. That is a bad bitch. 
And I love a little Tony Braxton sounding ass. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget, DeVorean running back to when uh, PSL Glorilla could top him. I just want to say, Glorilla voice. Y'all know I'm a strict top. I would let Glorilla top me. <laughs> Glorilla yeah. got her foot on my neck right now. Before I even and, get into Cardi, her verse. Yeah. And also, Glorilla is the only one who is acting like she has some sense by she, right now by choosing to remain silent and promoting her little song. Shout and, out to you, Big Glow. And she is just. She's a class act. I love her bitches that know how to she act. On, she on the internet talking about who eat ass and who don't, baby. Let me tell you something. Because I, I also love- just feel like, I really don't think Glorilla the type of bitch y'all want to get into no mess like I was, this. Glorilla throw her whole motherfucking career away. I was, you just beat me to it. What I was about to say is, you can always just tell bitches who fight. Because we... We'll say one or two words a little bit, but we really ain't about to do all the meme shit because all I'm going to do is just be at home screaming at the computer like, oh, where is he at? I want to fight. Where is he at? Like, I can't go back and forth with you. Period. I'm literally plotting on your next performance. So I feel like Glorilla is like, child, mad at her business because she somewhere cleaning her gun. Facts. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the, they made a hit. What you think about Cardi verse? Cardi fucking B. This is Pierre speaking and not Prince Pierre, the, bar, <laughs> the king of not, the bar. This is Pierre speaking. Hello. <laughs> because Cardi fucking B. Let me tell you something. If you're listening or if Barty Gang is listening, I love when you go back to your roots. Because, you know, I love Cardi Beat show ass music. That's my favorite. And I love when you talk your shit. Not your rich shit. I hate rich people music because, I mean, I can sing along today. I got a little some some, but I ain't rich. Like, we ain't rich. I ain't talking about bust down watches and stuff like that. But what I can relate to is beating motherfuckers up. And talking some good shit. I will always love that type of music. And Cardi went so far back. She said, I'm fighting for my bitches and I'm fighting over dick too. Yeah. Like she she just came out and said it. And if she you was said, listening yeah, to she Let, said, yeah, which, Pierre. She said, Yeah, yes, Pierre, I heard exactly. you calling me a yes, goofy for getting yes, bitches. Cardi B heard our last episode where I specifically Woo. told Cecily, I told her two things. I said, Cardi is in a perfect place right now to drop some she shit is. because everybody is talking about her and her next hit. It's going to be a hit because she can talk about all that shit. And then the mm-hmm. second thing I said is that bitch is out here fighting over dick. And Cardi <laughs> dropped a motherfucking song <laughs> when she was talking her shit. And she was like, yes, bitch, I'm, ta- said, I'm fighting over is. dick. She added me. She added me, y'all. That <laughs> bitch is. said, at Prince Charming, <laughs> Pete, goddamn it. And, and you yeah, know what? Cardi Ain't mad at it. Ain't mad at it. Ain't mad at no bitch that knows she dumb. I love that. Like, a bitch that knows she dumb and can rap about it. I'm like, how can you argue with that? <laughs> it's yeah, the bitches like, that try to you, defend yeah, it. Yeah, what do you say afterwards? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, It's the well. bitches that try to defend themselves. She was like, bitch, I'm fighting over, I'm fighting for my bitches and I'm fighting over dick. What's up? 
Cardi is such a Libra. Cardi is such a, when we get into, you know, what has happened this week, Cardi is such a classic Libra. So it's like, yeah, of course she fighting over that little dick girl. Well, I don't think it's little, but yeah, she fighting over that. Shout out to Glorilla though. I'm I'm so proud and I'm so happy about Glorilla. Glorilla. And I also just want to say as well, going back to when Glorilla first got signed, I really want to shout out to motherfucking CMG. I feel like Gotti is they doing, doing it with- Gotti is doing right by her. Gotti is doing right by her. They oh. setting Glorilla up for all of the shit that she need. Glorilla ain't even dropped the fucking mixtape yet. Like Glorilla, we ain't even got a body of work from the bitch. Like and when I, you know, I do my um my Who Rap Girls Make Music for series, and a lot of people always ask me to do Glorilla, but the reason I haven't done Glorilla not because I don't love it. Y'all know I'm a big glow stand but i it's because i usually like to do that for girls who at least have one body of work so it's people like mona leo shout out to mona leo mona leo commented on one of my videos and told me to do her too but i'm like i'm waiting on the mixtape give me a mixtape give me an album give me a body of work that i can really dive into it because i really do take it seriously like, like when i'm doing those i don't just do those who who these girls make music for based on like their personalities no like you i'm really just talking about shit. what i'm hearing in the music and so if you if i don't have a body of work yet i can't do it but the fact that glow is is moving how she moving without even a fucking mixtape like i'm just i'm so proud of her and i'm just i'm so happy for her and 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 honestly you're handling this situation this week with grace because they trying to drag you don't, don't fall for the shit that literally everybody else right now was falling for baby girl so. got a top 10 she got a billboard top hit top 10 and debuted at um one of the numbers in the top 10 it's nothing to argue about. It's nothing to argue about, and that's also why it's time for Cardi to drop this second album. Cause you know I love I love Barty Gang, right? I, I am I am part of Barty Gang. I love Cardi, but I also feel like you know what was true a couple years ago that Cardi used to always say is that like bitch invasion of privacy is still charting i don't have to drop shit else i don't have to say shit else i don't have to do shit else. my shit is still charting now that we've had some more time in between that project i'm finding that cardi's a little bit more chatty you know what i'm saying she a little bit more chatty kathy and it's like girl come on just drop the album nikki too come on girl give us the album y'all y'all are real chatty please just drop the music so y'all can leave us alone and let us have a moment's peace but anyway that was a good one friend and y'all already know that was gonna be mine today but i wanted to leave it for pierre because i wanted to give a shout out to my cousin baby tate the song that i'm actually um for one drop that i've been listening to a lot this week is actually slut him out again uh with baby tate featuring callie um it's on tate's new mixtape manny petty which two of our past guests fucking yes two of our past guests linked up bad bitches link up for slut him out again um which you know y'all already know the song it went viral but i was just really happy to see it on the tape and also tate did her fucking thing on manny petty it's so good i also want to shout out the perfect it's like the first song on there and i'd be like damn tate let me get into the rest of the fucking album like i'd be stuck on the first song into the bitch like it's so good she did an excellent job but also like kelly just slid on the remix to it because kelly is talking about the song is slut him out but kelly talking about slutting some girl out and y'all know y'all know Cali mama like women too. So you know it running the family. So shout out to Cali. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Cali. You know. 
And if you want to hear our uh, thoughts on music videos or full albums, which, for example, Manny Petty, I guess in this case, mixtapes, tap in with us on Patreon. We give y'all that content there. You get early access to episodes, all of that good stuff. It's also, to be honest, even if y'all didn't get nothing, it's just a good way to support the show. Me and Pierre Mm -hmm. are just Mm -hmm. two niggas trying to make a show about the rap girls because ain't nobody else doing it. So supporting us on Patreon is a great way to just Keep us going, keep us here, keep us in the conversation. Cause we do this, you know what I'm saying? Me and Pierre still have to work. I'm Pierre just said we ain't rapping about APs, baby. I'm waiting on them to drop that through loan forgiveness application. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Get, yeah. Tap in with us on Patreon, no bitch. We need no it. We need it. God damn it. No shit. Okay, y'all. <laughs> Let's get into the paper trail. This is where me and Cecily discuss the business and industry deals, performance, bookings, lawsuits, or just general headlines. Cecily, what's up? Okay, y'all. <laughs> I get this is a this is a testimony that I'm about to share. So we're recording this on Tuesday, October 4th, and on Sunday, October the 2nd. I attended Lizzo's sold out Madison Square Garden show on her special tour with opener Big Lotto. Big Lotto. The biggest. And I I need to share this testimony, a a couple things. So the first thing I need to start off by saying is, Pierre, have you ever seen Lotto um, perform? In person? In person. Or I mean, I guess live kind of too, but in person too. Oh, damn. I hate when I've seen so many people. I don't know. Yeah, specific. you can't remember. Probably not. So I had never gotten to see Lotto perform live in person. And I had really been looking forward to it because I had seen footage of her doing other shows, especially within the last year or two, where I was like, wait a minute. Let me find out Lotto can kind of get down on the stage a little bit. And baby Lotto can she blew you away. Lotto, I, I was late. I like missed the first like third of her set, but I literally like even what we call. I mean, Lotto was up there giving them people lap dances. Lotto had a full set. Lotto was doing full choreography. Lotto's mic was on. Um, I hope so. She a rapper. Like I'm. But you know what? No, I feel but like no, it, I've seen. No, it's I've harder believed. for rappers, Pierre. You know that because you a rapper. It's actually seen, I feel like harder. I hate for rappers. when rappers' mics aren't on. It's the weirdest shit to me. But and it's some new girls that I wanna before taking the shine off Lotto. Y'all need to turn y'all mics on. Y'all are rappers. Y'all are not Beyonce. Y'all are not Tamar Braxton. Y'all are rappers. Stop rapping over tracks and stop lip syncing. Though trap, y'all should be rapping to track. To performance tracks, it should be completely empty with maybe some ad libs in the background. Y'all are some fucking rappers. Get it together. Go ahead. What about Lotto? Lotto ate that shit up. She bought a nigga on stage, gave him a lap dance. She was doing the foot. She, she, and it got so good. And it was like a performance where like it felt real natural because it got so good to him. My bitch had to come up out of shoes. She was up there, but towards the end of it was barefoot, but like in a very, not in like a tacky way, in a very like, like, oh, you, you into it. it yeah, yeah. Like I'm going to keep fucking it up. Like she, you know, she was out there with a long ass blonde weave. And I'm like, damn, like Lotto is doing a sold out MSG show. You know, I know I remember it was a lot of talk last year because Lotto did her own tour. For those of y'all who don't remember, Lotto did her own tour last year and Callie was actually op- the opener for Lotto. And I remember a lot of right, people was kind of like, Santana. 
I, Santana did so was on some of the dates too, but it was Lotto's tour. I think it was like basically for seven seven seven, and it was so many people on the internet kind of like making little jokes about Lotto because you know they were smaller venues, you know. But it was like her tour, and 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 they were you know they was like comparing it to like you know people doing like festival sets, and and Lotto was like y'all trying to play me for like. You know, because y'all look at those big ass festival crowds when people come out to see all of these artists. But like, I'm proud of the amount of people that I could do a sold out show for just my fans that I have a fan base that would come out to see me at the small venues. Like, and and people are so. Let me tell y'all something as as a rapper to get and shit. You too, Cecily. You do book tours, all types of shit to get five people into a room is a motherfucking Period. blessing. Understand Period. to get people to get. Y'all have to understand how to much influence it takes to get some ass and pay money and pay money to, to pay to money because my book tours be free. The people motherfuckers just coming to get their book signed. All they got to do is buy a book, right? Probably want, but they probably already got it. But to get somebody to get up out of the comfort of their home in a pandemic to pay money to come pay for see parking. you. Pay for parking, pay for outfit at the venue, getting your hair and makeup done because you come cute. That is hard, and a lot of you bitches cannot do that. Okay, right. So, um, I was so proud, and I was just really proud to see her like in that moment. And I feel like it, it's crazy because y'all know sometimes I just really be feeling like there's something about Lotto there's there's still a potential within Lotto that I feel like is so untapped like sometimes I feel like Lotto just be late and trying to do what all of the other girls be doing and it's just mm-hmm. I, so I don't be feeling like there's enough that sets Lotto apart but on the really? flip side of that yeah I, it's something uh, you we talked about this friend yeah, like but sometimes I didn't know I just, you it was about what set her apart I knew it was the late I, shit in the Atlanta yeah, you remember I told it's you that she be, right but that's but that's the thing about her feeling late it's like she do something and it's like yeah I, I feel like I've already seen saw, it 12 times you know what I'm saying but the thing that I have already always appreciated about Lotto is obviously just like her her lyricism I love that she kind of got yeah, that deep voice to kind of yeah like she she just she period she's just talented but I also feel like it and and I, I like to say that Lotto's talent is just paying off for her. Like I you know, when I was saying that Bia was bored and Pierre was like, shit, okay, give us we we got a bunch of boring bitches, we gonna have some more boring bitches. We got a bunch of boring niggas, we get to have a bunch of boring niggas. It's fine. And like with with Lotto, it's like, I mean, yeah, Lotto is studying the formula and it's working out for her and she has the talent to back it up, period. And so, like, just whenever I see her winning like that, it just warms my heart because I have been a Lotto um, fan for quite some time. time. But on the flip side of that, now I know we don't talk about Lizzo a lot on this podcast because, you know, Lizzo Lizzo is technically a rapper and Lizzo does give bars on her songs, but I will say that like, I don't personally feel like the genre of music that Lizzo, I feel like Lizzo raps, but I don't know that Lizzo is a rapper because I don't feel like I put Lizzo into hip hop categories. But that being said, technically Lizzo is a rapper. Lizzo does rap. The first time I ever seen Lotto, I uh, mean, not Lotto, Lizzo perform was at a fucking warehouse in Brooklyn for like some HBO activation in like 2017. And she was rapping back then for sure. But 
I got so, you know, I don't know no Lizzo songs, y'all. Like Lizzo makes, uh, I always say this, Lizzo's music reminds me of Forever 21 and Samsung commercials. Like that is just what her music sounds like to me. But I love Lizzo. You know what I'm saying? Like Lizzo as a person, I've met Lizzo a few times. I've interviewed Lizzo like three times. Um, Lizzo is a, a cool person. And also what Lizzo represents is important. And that shit really hit me in fucking Madison Square Garden. I was like, I'm literally sitting here watching a bitch that's damn near big as me do a fucking sold out Madison Square Garden show in a lime green bodysuit and a 40 inch fucking crimped weed. With her dancers being big girls and them hoes was whoop, 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 Okay. And like... It was just really beautiful to see. I, you know what I'm saying? The Henny, I ain't gonna lie. I had, I had a few Hennies, you know what I'm saying? So I was definitely in my feelings a little bit. Cause I, you know what I'm saying? But it just, it hit me like, damn, like this, this is a moment. You know what I'm saying? Because like they just, girls like us just do not get to do that. Like shit, the only other time I've seen anything close is like Monique headlining, you know, a comedy tour, you know? But like, nah, like this bitch is up there performing, like, creating her art so shout out to Lizzo I just had to um you know what I'm saying talk about that real quick because like the fat bitches you know what I'm saying was up this weekend at the Madison Square Garden shout out to Lizzo shout out to Lotto Lizzo and Lotto oh shout out to Lizzo and Lotto okay so um Let's talk about the BET Hip Hop Awards. So they are airing that. So on the we're recording this on the night that the BET Awards are going to air. We are going to watch them uh, at some point, and we'll do some Patreon content around that. But I kind of just wanted to one address the fact that the baddest, the baddest, the icon, the icon, the and let's 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 get into it. And the person that y'all always try to diss for saying that she has not won BET Awards, she always gets nominated and never wins, is the recipient Uh of this year's BET Hip Hop I Am Hip Hop Award, which is basically their Lifetime Fucking Mm -hmm. Achievement Award. Katrina Trina Laverne Taylor. Stop playing with her. I'm so Trina. Also, uh, also a former purse first guest. We are so proud of you. This is a moment for the culture. And real soon, these bitches going to understand for real. Because even now, they don't really understand the impact like they should. Y'all really, y'all really like the gloss over Trina's impact in this industry. And when we talk about mini-me's and when we talk about, uh, when we talk about blueprints, baby, Trina was one of them, just so we clear. So well Shout deserved. Out to my girl Trina, you deserve it, Shout baby. We love you. Shout oh. out to Trina. Um, I'm so excited to watch it tonight. Um, I wonder, do she get a like tribute or what? Like, are like people gonna be singing her shit? I wonder why I didn't go. I don't know. I don't think I ever been to a hip hop award. The BET Hip Hop Awards. First of all, they always happen in Atlanta. Uh huh. I know. I, and I'm... they're usually recorded. So days. usually the BT Hip Hop Awards are recorded. It's usually a weekend in Atlanta. I learned this when I went to grad school. It's like a usually Labor Day weekend is usually BT Hip Hop Awards weekend. That's all of everybody be in town. Let me tell you, BT Awards award. is super, super, super ghetto. So I yeah, can't. Oh, 
baby. I can only imagine what the hip hop awards is. And it always used to be funny to me. Because that also was Black Pride Weekend. Oh, how you doing? Yeah. It used to always coincide with Black Pride Weekend in Atlanta. I always, always thought that was funny. How you doing? I always thought that was funny and cute, but. How you doing? Um, but the rap girls are very. I feel like the rap girls are very well represented. Glorilla got a Glorilla got an award. She won. She got a nomination, uh, or she got an award. She got an award. She won. Um, how she? Song, how she song, win? Song of the um, song of the summer. Song. Oh of the- yeah, because they already recorded it, so we already know who some of these winners are. Okay. Cause I'm just I'm just still looking at the nominations. Like I'm going based on the fact what that like I'm just in, and I can tell you so, what she won. Okay, so let's just actually talk about it because the girls are very well represented. So for hip hop artists of the year, there are only two nominees, and both of them are women. It's Doja Cat and Cardi. Period. Rap bitches up, okay? The rap bitches are up, embarrassing you niggas. For hip hop album of the year, um Lotto is uh the the only she's the only female artist who is in the category and she's in that category with Drake, Kanye, Future, Pusha T, Nas and Kendrick fucking Lamar. So shout out to Lotto for even being considered amongst those people. Um best hip hop video, uh Cardi B Kanye and Dark's hot shit video, Bia and J Cole's London is nominated and City Girls featuring Usher Good Love. Also, I don't think I realized that Good Love was a City Girl song. I thought Good Love was a Usher song that the City Girls was just like had a lot of verses on cuz it was two of them. Did you know that? What? Okay, what I was saying was, did you know I didn't realize that Good Love was a City Girl song featuring Usher. I thought Good Love was an Usher song featuring, featuring City Girl. I did too. Yeah, they no, it's it's a City Girl song according to this Best Hip Hop Video nomination. Yeah, so I saw Car- we'll talk about that later. Cardi posted their views. Ciao. I, I was looking at the name and I was like, oh, that's red and funny. Uh, so coll- best collaboration, uh, Cardi and uh, Cardi featuring Usher, Good Love, and, and uh, or City Girls featuring Usher, and Cardi's Hot Shit is there again. Um, the best duo slash group, um, there actually are no women in there, which is surprising. Best live performer, um, Cardi B, Doja Cat, and shout out to Tyler the Creator, another rap girl. <laughs> all, all represented in that category. And to be honest, Tyler the Creator better fucking win. Yeah, I was just Tyler the Creator man. puts on an amazing show. Lyricist of the Year. Lil Nas didn't get anything. Fuck BT. Fuck BT. Uh-huh. Fuck BT. Because first of all, Montero should have been uh, in the motherfucking album, album of the year, year category. Yeah. And that's on period. Montero should have been in the fucking album of the year category. The way BET be hum- no, BET's homophobia truly because Jack Harlow is nominated in Lyricist of the Year. A motherfucker who we didn't even know until he was on a little Nas X song. But whatever. We not even gonna go down. Okay. uh, Video Director of the Year. Oh, oh, apparently Kendrick Lamar was directing his own videos. Oh, but Tiana Taylor is represented, uh, is is nominated there. Okay, so we have DJ of the Year. I don't think there are any girls in there. Oh, Nyla Simone is one. Okay, shout out to her. Um, producer of the year. I don't know who any of these people are, but I know ain't none of them no girls. Okay, now song of the year. 
that's where we got uh, our first Glorilla nomination for uh, FNF. Um, Lotto is nominated in this category for Big Energy. Uh, Hot Shit is nominated, Cardi. And then uh, Best Breakthrough Hip Hop Artist, Glorilla, Santana, and Dochi are all nominated in this category. And for Hustler of the Year, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi are nominated. The Best Feature Verse, um, actually, there are no girls there. Um, and, oh, actually, no, no, no. So, well, kind of. So, B- J. Cole got nominated for Best Feature Verse, but it's on London, which is Bia's song. Okay. The Best Impact Track. Oh, Lizzo's nominated for About Damn Time. Uh, Lotto it's for Pussy, that- her... In a minute, her feminist I'm track. In a minute, men and women. First of all, also the white women were going fucking crazy. Oh my! No, the whole show. <laughs> I know. I just they took a DNA people. test. Turned out, I'm. A, I could feel the floor vibrating underneath me. They was going so fucking crazy. Okay, so um, and then also Doja Cat's Woman was also nominated for Impact. Um, now, best hip hop platform. This is where um, Pierre and I are going to be nominated soon. Just so we're clear, who all on Carisha, um, please. Okay, we are so proud of Carisha. The Breakfast Club with Angela Yee, uh, Drink Champs, Millions Dollar Million Dollars Worth of Games. You know, hip hop, all of those World Star versus. Um, but next year is going to be purse first. So now, I hope y'all know that. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, like the girls, I feel like the girls were very well represented this year in, in, in the BET hip hop. I hope they won the shit. I hope. And I I think that that is definitely a sign of like just how the fact that the hip hop artists of the year nominees are both women is like wild to me. I wonder if Doja Cat was there. You think Doja Cat went to the hip hop awards? (laughs) Doja Cat was in. New York. Doja Cat is in Paris looking crazy. Yeah, you saw yeah. her all painted gold today? Ciao. Doja Cat um, was in New York Fashion Week and then <laughs> she was and now she's at Paris Fashion Week. She's becoming she's a pop star y'all. She do not do the next time we go see her in person is the Met Gala. I want I kind of want Doja Cat to just like show up at the BZ Hip Hop Awards with a bunch of white girls like Oh my god! <laughs> Calling everybody monkeys. Oh, sh- Pierre. That's what she was doing in them chat rooms. That's what she was doing in them chat rooms. And also, last thing before we move on to Beef Sandwich. Shout out to Glorilla again for also getting um, a campaign slot for the Memphis Grizzlies for her city. Period. I'm so fucking like Everything Glorilla do, do, I'm clapping for, period. All right, now it's time for Beef Sandwich. And the fact that we are back here so soon after releasing our last episode and the fact of who it is, is just truly, y'all know I was heartbroken. Y'all, if y'all, y'all, Pierre messy, Pierre don't give a fuck. Cause Pierre didn't like neither one of them to be honest. He gonna sit on this show today and be fake. But Pierre, <laughs> but Pierre didn't care. Y'all know I was actually heartbroken when 
these developments dropped on the timeline. It was actually Pierre. Pierre couldn't wait to tell me. Pierre didn't even text me. Pierre sent me a motherfucking voice note. Get on Twitter. It's about to go down. Pierre I, was it was right when it started. Right when it started, I told you get on because I knew it was right like the very beginning. The very and, beginning. And, and here's and here's I was lost at first because when Pierre said that. First thing I did was log on and went to Nikki page. Cause I'm like, shit, it got to be, I'm like, it got to be some Nikki shit. What is going on with the, so then I had to follow up with Pierre. I'm like, I'm here. What's going on? I don't see nothing. Cause Nikki, Nikki wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It was nothing going on on Nikki page. I'm like, I don't see nothing for you. What's happening? And he texts and said, JT and Cardi. I said, Oh, Oh no. So yesterday, apparently, apparently it started in the DMs. JT and Cardi were having some, and that's, I I, want to preface this right now with this shit had Twitter up in shambles. They was going back and forth. Shit got really heated, but we still don't exactly know what, what happened and what was said that kind of started this. We know what brought it to the timeline. We know kind of what has, there's a lot of, both of them are like, I'm mad at you. No bitch. I'm mad at you. And because I'm mad at you, I'm throwing this shot because I'm mad at you. I'm throwing this shot, but no one has actually like put their finger on what the issue is. Just that there was some conversation that happened in the DMS and Cardi felt like, right. And Cardi felt like, Cardi felt like JT had took it off the 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 DMs into the timelines and and jumped that gun and didn't get no fuck and said and added and quoted JT. No, I feel like Cardi t- took the first shot because like she no, was Car- quoting some shit JT, that JT was the first one to quote Cardi. Wait a minute, let me make sure I got my so so JT thought that no, let, me tell, let me tell you what happened before okay, they went into the DMs. Cardi threw her shot. Cardi tweeted okay. lap dog. Mm-hmm. Now this was because JT responded to a fan and tweeted like, um, let's just focus on Glorilla. She made it to the top 10. Congrats, Glow. Make sure y'all stream fuck nigga free. She did say, she did say that. I saw that. So that. everybody was like, now why are you shading Cardi now? And she was like, no, it's not shade to Cardi. Like Cardi got top tens. I always congratulate talk Cardi. I was just congratulating Glow because this is her first one. Cardi tweeted lap dog. This was before the DM. After, well, I, 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 we on, don't know if it on. was before the DM. No, because no, they explained it. So after Cardi tweeted lap dog, JT went into Cardi's DM. Now this is where. They, this is where black ghetto bitches, this is where it fucks up. Because bitches. <laughs> this is where it went know, left. This is where, where it went left. Because <laughs> bitches, they were so, oh, it was so stupid. It was so ghetto. I was like, this remind me of bitches from the hood. Now, JT hits up Cardi because of the lapdog comment. She tasted in the DM. Cardi doesn't respond because obviously she doesn't see it. It's, 50 million people writing Cardi in the DM. So JT responds on Twitter and says, Wiener dog. (laughs) So now Cardi responds in the DM and (laughs) 
Cardi goes back on Twitter and say something. So now, while Cardi is waiting for JT to respond in a DM, JT responds on her Twitter and say, and that's where they're like, bitch, we was just talking in the DM. And Cardi was like, you didn't wait till I respond. And you went on Twitter and said this. And then JT is like, well, I must got my timelines messed up. Let's go back in the DMs and talk. And then while they're in the DMs talking, they like, no, but since you said this, let me respond to this. And and then they'll go back to the DMs and talk. So they was literally beefing <laughs> on the timeline. And, and in the DMs. And, and clearing it up in the DMs at the same fucking time. That was the weirdest shit I have ever fucking seen. At the same fucking time. And then, y'all, to make matters worse, uh-oh. Carisha... Carisha's talking about she's sleep. So we could we so she couldn't jump in because it was Carisha I was waiting to come in and clarify some shit. Santana like didn't say Carisha wasn't there, Santana wasn't there. I said, well shit. Cause because because I'm gonna be honest, because I because now that we've clarified what happened, we can kind of go into some of the implications and kind of like, all right, Talk what's what's it. what Talk on this? It. What because at that point, Carisha, Carisha and or Santana was the only two people who could have redeemed JT for me. And not because I necessarily feel like JT was wrong in the, in the instance of what happened or, you know, any of that. Like, cause that's, that's the thing about me. Y'all, y'all probably have also noticed this, like about me. I am not interested in who wins or starts or is responsible for the battles. I you am just more hate that bitches interested. do it. You be like, why y'all did it? I don't and no, not even that. I'm more so interested in how you fought the battle and who's gonna win the war. Period. Like, you know what I'm Nicki saying? Minaj. Exactly. So, because at the end of the day. That's the motherfucking cop. That's the motherfucking thread. Let me tell you something. Bitches will do anything to avoid Onika being mad at them. That girl, Jatavia, spent three years of Nikki being mad at her. And she said, I don't ever want to experience this again. And so she was willing. Cecily, you need to be quiet. And so she was. <laughs> she was willing. No, I'm sorry, cause I we no. I'm, we we're not gonna argue, friend. No, we're not gonna argue, friend. We're not gonna argue, friend. Cause I no, because this is the same shit you be saying. Yeah, because, you know I'm right. Keep, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Say it, say it. Cause I, I, I because I, first I, of all, I t- I had already addressed this last i already addressed jt last week and what i specifically said was we were talking about the super freaky girl remix and we were talking about how nikki made a fucking fool out of jt on that goddamn instagram live and how we were saying first of all carisha would never but also like i specifically ended with it's going to be very interesting to see how jt starts moving with people like cardi and people like megan especially after jt has sat up and said with her chest we are team cardi we fuck with cardi cardi always supported us cardi always showed us love we we always show cardi love like really tried to really was on this like you know what i'm saying sisterhood of the city girls and the Barty gang and the, and, and the you know what i'm saying like i i felt like 
that was some shit that they had solidified that they like I felt like JT was very much so like oh we picked the side and this is the side that we're on and fair like I was okay about to say. I literally just said it was going to be very interesting to see how JT started moving with people like Meg and with people like uh, Cardi after getting this Nikki feature and then letting Nikki make a fucking fool out of her on the Instagram live. And also, I just want y'all to know I'm saying all of this out of love. I just, I'm very disappointed in JT right now. And literally two weeks later, here we are. Here we are. Like, and y'all, and listen, here's what I am going to say. I want Cardi to delete all the apps off her phone. Like, Cardi is just, baby, Cardi is such a fucking Libra. Cardi is going to, Cardi is sensitive, and Cardi is going to react to everything every time she's gonna feel it all she's gonna feel like you're taking the shots and she is going to respond and react all the time and do i necessarily feel like that was even something that cardi had to address in the first place no but i do think that there is something to be said about the fact that like that's where their relationship was and i do think that jt was being petty by saying go stream fuck nigga free because jt you know how the fucking industry works just like everybody else do so why the fuck is you telling glorilla why is you telling people to go stream a, a song of Glor- two two three singles ago she didn't drop blessed since then she didn't drop tomorrow she, since then, and she didn't drop tomorrow too and so it it just it, it's disappointing to see and i do think that you know at the end of the day like i'm gonna just look at it like this we don't know what happened we don't know what's really going on with them they they claim they was talking behind the scenes they squashed it whatever whatever but i'm gonna just say this it's one person in this situation who's who's who where we always knew where she stood and it's a second person is in this situation who has who clearly appears to have switched the fuck up because my thing is even if you felt like cardi was subbing you if you and cardi was as cool as y'all as as you made it seem like y'all was in terms of all the love and support that you had for motherfucking cardi you definitely could have called to a text her yeah i was wondering why they was dming too i'm like y'all bitches ain't got why yeah up. why y'all how the even fuck fucking last DMing? week how the fuck last week cardi called akbar whatever the bitch name is akbar but this week she DM and JT. I'm like, y'all ain't got each other number, but you can call Akbar. Somebody got each other number. Y'all got each other number. Y'all mother Cardi's fucking husband is the C is on the same fucking label. So let's just say even if both of y'all switch numbers, somebody can get in touch with P to get the new number. P got y'all. P got the numbers. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? Why are y'all doing this? Like and I will say, I'm gonna always bring her up at one. Got to, it's, at some point. Let's just say Nikki is behind all of this. That means she has been consistent. And at some point, we have to stop blaming Nikki Minaj for her tricks and, and start blaming the bitches that keep falling, falling for, for it every time. That's where I that's that's the conclusion that me and Pierre literally came to last <laughs> last episode. Like at this point, we cannot we cannot keep blaming Nikki for setting the trap when you bitches keep willingly walking into it. Willingly walking into it. You know what Nikki did during all this? She laughed. She just Ha ha! Because guess what? Nikki don't fucking like JT. And that's the shit that y'all have to remember. I was just thinking like Nikki Nikki don't fucking like JT. 
And she JT pumped. made that girl. JT made that girl her profile picture. And to be honest, motherfuckers was immediately like, I mean, I guess Cardi and everybody else assumed that Nikki was, you know, putting it up there, like, you know, this who I'm supporting in this argument. But shit. I was under the impression that JT was who Nikki was talk was uh was talking about when she said after all of that surgery you are still ugly and that is what gets me. Like Ooh. I I felt li- like I had seen people say that that could have been directed to a couple of different people as well. Well, like, at the bar, first- I know for a fact that she is talking about Cardi. Nikki thinks Cardi is the ugliest thing in the world, and it's so weird because she is not. She's not, yeah. But that's, Nikki really that's very thinks, much so a reach. Nikki really think Cardi mm-hmm. is ugly. <laughs> and it, it it's it's really their fan bases. I notice how both of them are. I notice how Cardi argue and I notice how Nikki argue. They only argue based on the stuff the Barty Gangs brings to them and the Barb's bring to them. So Nikki calls Cardi ugly because the the images the Barb's send to Nikki are pictures that aren't so flattering. So Nikki be like, "Oh, she's yeah. ugly." And when Cardi responded, "Okay, arms." Don't star arms. She's only responding to the the pictures that Barty Gang send to Nikki, where Nikki arms are huge and stuff like that. So they only respond based on what their fan base is telling them. But, and I will yeah, Nikki, say this: Cardi is not ugly. After all of that, yeah, surgery. Cardi's not even, and 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 I never thought Cardi, even before Cardi started getting work done, like even she when Cardi had ugly. fucked up teeth, I never thought she was ugly. Like I thought she was just a bitch with fucked up teeth. Like you know what I'm saying? She was never ugly to me. Period. And I also have to say, I do think that like one of the mistakes, one of the one of the biggest, Nikki has a very specific fan base. We talked about this on previous episodes of the show, and I think people again, and I and I also talked about how dangerous it is to have a fan base like that be your only support system. But I also think that there are a lot of people who only see the positive sides of, you know, like they see that as like the legacy, like Nikki has this huge loyal fan base. And so when they build that up, they think that to have a fan base, that your fan base also has to act just like, just like the barbs. And I do notice that I feel like Barty gang is trying to like out, Barb out play Barb, the barbs the Barb. at their own game and that is that's not a good idea one yeah. because we just do not need any more like it's gonna barbs be the destruction are, of cardi b it's gonna be the destruction of cardi b i mean into and if, because and if it's we can way be honest because it's already cardi- fucking with nikki yeah. and because the barbs are already fucking with nikki i'm a, like i've said this a bunch of times like I a lot of the shit that happens with Nikki definitely is of her own doing and shit that she have to deal with, you know, with her own personal life and all of that. But a lot of the shit that be going on in terms of Nikki's place in this industry be shit that the fucking barbs started. And if the barbs were not and and also even some of the there is so much shit that I feel like people do to Nikki to spite the barbs it's because the barbs are so fucking annoying the barbs are so fucking aggravated the barbs are all you know what i'm saying and so we we're not gonna sit here and act like the barbs are not also negatively impacting nikki and that's yeah that like that's gonna be a bitch like cardi downfall especially when you let them dictate what you are and are not responding to because I will say this when Nikki do respond it's going to be unnecessary it's going to be petty it's going to be mean 
but she doesn't respond every time. And I feel like Cardi just fucking responds every time. Every time. Like, sis, log out. Log off, girl. And it's really fucked up because it's people sending you love that you don't respond to. I always tell people that. Do y'all know how many people are saying, oh, you look good here. Oh, you nice. Oh, you're my idol. Respond back to me. I love you. And you do not show those people love. But the minute a bitch say, oh, your teeth fucked up, you like, "Uh uh-uh, girl, who you talking to? That is what creates trolls. Trolls know that people only respond to trolling. More people will write you positive. Like me, I respond to, like, if niggas be like, oh, you sexy, I'll quote tweet it. And I'll be like, thank you, boo. Next thing you know, everybody is writing me like, oh, you sexy. Oh, because they want me to respond to them. So if you ever respond to some positive bitches, baby, maybe your timeline will turn positive. And so, all that being said, um, obviously, this is another no guest episode. And... um. It's because we realized that y'all hold still on punishment. Now, I've been saying this forever. I really wish y'all stop acting like rap people are gospel artists and stop talking about, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe this beef is happening. Rap beefs are a very real thing and they are an, an essential part of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So me and Cecily are about to give you bitches some history. Let's Here. go. So, this is a purse first history of of some female rap beefs. All right. Uh-huh. So we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about it. Okay. First of all, the person who pretty much invented rap beef itself. Oh my god. Was Roxanne Shantae and Shorty was 15. <laughs> Just so we clear. 15 but, motherfucking years old and what was Cecily, what Cecily everybody is telling out. you. What Cecily is telling you. The rap girls rap invented beef. the rap beef. A 15-year-old girl invented rap beef. Stop acting like female unity was this rap beef started. 15-year-old girl. Let's go. Roxanne Shantae was was the late 80s. She made Roxanne's Revenge. And at first, wait, and what's so crazy is it was aimed at niggas first. Like she, Roxanne, she was taking shots at Rum DMC, LL Cool J, baby. What I KRS One. If if let the chopper sing was a motherfucking person, baby. It was her. It was Roxanne Shantae. But then she went in on Moni Love. She went in on Salt and Pepper. She went in on MC Light and motherfucking Queen Latifah. Let me tell y'all what she said to, to Dana Owens. Uh-oh. To Dana, fine ass, get the strap, Owens. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to say purse first, but goddamn it. Latifah. But that's a pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fine ass motherfucker right there. I'm sorry. Queen Latifah so fucking bad to me. She said, first up is Latifah. You roll up and I'm going to smoke that ass like Reefa because you ain't never in life been a star to me. Sold the fuck out trying to go R&B. Now that shit is shady. You say ladies first. Well, I'm the first lady and all y'all hoes are phony. That's what the girl said. Now, I now I didn't mention all the people that she that she aired out. That started. They called it the Roxanne Wars. It, there's there's literally an era of hip hop 
called the Roxanne Wars because that kicked off all of those people, Salt and Pepper, MC Light, Queen Latifah, that kicked off a back and forth. What? Of them motherfuckers making diss tracks about each other's back and forth and for another years. Roxanne. And guess what? <clears throat> That's what was kickstarting their fucking careers and it was selling a fucking album. Yep, yep, yep. Now, what you was going to say, Pierre, before we move uh, on? Because we, we got to get into some things with Queen. The I Roxanne think. Wars, because I used to, my mom, she's a, she like, she always talk about Roxanne shit and I'll be like, what? The Roxanne Wars war, um, they they started with another Roxanne. the The other Roxanne was called the real Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they those two Roxannes were was but, beefing over the name Roxanne. But them bitches was linking up too. So yeah, that's okay, totally exactly. we about to talk about that. Right, all right, all right. Because you know, for me, because because really, that's what it comes down to. Because that's that's what irritates me about this. You got and one I, time to bitch me on the song, and I'm a baby and i'm either gonna dish you back on a song and like I, it's gonna be a little cute little rap war for me or baby we're gonna have to link up like all of this twitter shit and that and you know what i didn't get to finish my thought earlier when i was talking about you know the girls the girls will do anything to, for nikki to not be mad at them and i feel like again and i mentioned this last episode as well that's what made Cardi stand out because Cardi, I feel like, was the first bitch to be like, well, not the first, I won't say the first bitch because obviously Nikki got a bunch of other beefs with like some other female rappers. This new breed in particular, though, don't want Nikki to be mad at them. But I feel like Cardi was one of the first new girls that was like, fuck you, bitch, Nikki. I don't girl, care if you I'm mad at me or not. Like, I'm still finna try to, I'm, I'm, I'm in his motherfucking industry to make money just like you was, bitch. And if you don't like me, oh, fucking well. And and Cardi went on to become fucking Cardi B on that hoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so like that be the other thing too. Like, I mean, y'all don't y'all she don't have to like y'all. Like y'all can be on Nikki Bad Sad. Like she ain't gonna do nothing but tweet about it. Send the barbs at y'all. Like, but okay. Now anyway, no wait, hold on because don't don't do that to my bitch because you know who else people are scared to be on the bad side of. Who? Beyonce. Oh, I mean, for the same exact reason, though, because of the beehive. <laughs> Nobody wants to. Uh, so I don't. Mean, but I, but also like. But Beyonce is the queen be of. Be on the bad side of Beyonce for what? What is there to be on the bad side about? It's people. What's the bitch name? Khalees just Khalees just was popped her shit about Beyonce. It's okay. Everybody has. Everybody ain't gonna like Beyonce. You think that was justified? Um, Carrie Hilson didn't like Beyonce. Do you think that was justified? It's just because we're Beyonce fans, so nothing a bitch can say about Beyonce. I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna be like, bitch, you lying. <laughs> Period. So anyway, moving right the fuck along. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Queen Latifah, all right, we gonna we gonna move, we gonna keep it moving along. So you know, Queen Latifah was into it with um with with uh, Roxanne for a little bit, but child, a lot of people don't know this. Queen Latifah and Foxy Brown had a lot of beef. And Foxy Brown, Foxy Brown was the original uh villain of a female rap. And she was getting before, her ass beat everywhere she and went. And was getting her ass beat up. <laughs> okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. So Foxy Brown was telling people that Queen Latifah was trying to eat her coochie. I believe it. I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing, but no, I actually don't believe it. I'm paraphrasing. Because what happened was that Foxy Brown was basically trying to suggest that like 
Queen Latifah looks at me in certain ways. Queen Latifah, um, Foxy Brown really was trying to out Queen Latifah because you got to remember this is in the 90s. Foxy Brown was trying to out Queen Latifah before Queen Latifah was ready to talk about her sexuality and it was done in a way that was kind of shady because mm-hmm. from from i and i looked into this i did some research yeah. it doesn't seem like they actually were in close proximity with each other for queen latifah to even be trying to like actually hit on her she literally was just saying shit like the way she look at me i think she want to fuck type shit and baby queen latifah made she made a song called name calling Cleo. Cleo made yeah. a song called Name Name Call. Well, no, 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 because that was Name Calling Part One. That's how far. So this actually went back before um Set It Off came out. And then they was into it for a few years so that they were still into it when uh Set It Off came out and then Queen Latifah had to do a uh, name calling part two on motherfucking Foxy Brown's ass. But peep this. So Queen Penn and Queen Latifah were our homegirls. I don't know if they still homegirls, but they was homegirls oh, yeah, back then. And Foxy Brown was also trying to, you know, basically say that they was fucking and they was lesbians. And Queen Penn had to slap the shit out of Miss Foxy Brown at a at a hotel. So they exchanged some disses back and forth as well. And Queen Penn had to slap the shit out of Foxy Brown. Boop. Now, Foxy Brown really deserve her own. If we we like, we could do a whole episode yeah, of sandwich that is just <laughs> on Foxy Brown. Let's because uh, most of the the whole rest of the list actually is just Foxy Brown beefs. Because I didn't want to take it all away current to get back into the into the Nicki Minaj Lil Kim shit. Keep but I, I really just wanted y'all to understand that there is a long history of rap beef, even with some of the rap girls that y'all look at as so motherfucking pious and so motherfucking uh, you know holier than thou so obviously we all know that look him and foxy brown had a notorious beef they used to be friends then they fell out they i'm 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 gonna be honest i'm starting to get the vibe that foxy brown might be a little bit of a hater yeah because like i kind of feel like because Kim was taking shots at Foxy Brown on Notorious K.I.M. So this is after, this is when Kim is really at the peak of her success. Like she really is becoming a fashion icon, a pop culture icon. And I'm wondering if maybe Foxy was feeling the type of way. So they exchanged them words. Foxy was saying that she needed to get off Biggie dick and da 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 And baby, them people had a, them people da 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 with the motherfucking choppers outside of Hot 97. And it was a motherfucking shootout. That's what Lil' Kim went to jail for. Because yeah. Lil' Kim lied about her involvement in the motherfucking shootout against Foxy Brown and her peoples. So if you want to talk about where rat beef will get you, now, Eve also was beefing with Foxy Brown. <laughs> I didn't know about this either until I got the research. Mm-mm. Apparently, Foxy, y'all know Foxy was engaged to Corrupt. I do remember this. When mm-hmm. Foxy Foxy Brown and Corrupt, the rapper, used to be an item. Supposedly, Foxy was cheating on Corrupt with DMX. And Eve may or may not have spilled those beans. According to Foxy, Eve spilled those beans. But I think, but the vibe that I kind of got is that like Eve didn't really respect Foxy because she was engaged and was fucking DMX. So Foxy thought Eve was a snitch. Eve thought Foxy was a hoe. Okay. <laughs> They ain't like each other. Then Foxy also had beef with Left Eye. Now, because bitch, supposedly, mm-hmm, go ahead. Keep 
Foxy, you better go somewhere. Don't play with that my Gemini queen, bitch. Child, listen. So apparently, Foxy was fucking with uh, left eyes uh, men. They was like on it, and to be honest, they was on again, off again. So I think it was probably like you know him and him and left eye break up. He fucking with uh Foxy. with Foxy, and you know, but now they know about each other. But then to add the insult to the injury. After Foxy and Corrupt broke up, Corrupt became engaged to that girl Blair from Black, who mm-hmm. was left, left as protege. So yeah. then they was into it too. Okay, now we're not even done with Foxy, y'all. Jackie O had to put the pause on Foxy in Miami at a studio because. Jackie O was in there working, was going in there to record. They said Foxy kind of walked into the session, like, let's collab, let's do something. And I think Jackie was kind of like, nah, I'm good. And Foxy hit the, do you know who the fuck I am? Because, you know, by that time, like, you know, Foxy Brown was Foxy Brown. So it was kind of like, she was definitely on her, like, bitch, what you mean? Like, I slapped, you know, she was offended. She was offended. Let's write this bitch movie and sell it to like yeah, I, I, I want to see the bi- I'm a, I ain't going to I want to see the biopic of Foxy because baby she was tussling and then apparently Remy Ma had to put the pause on Foxy too when they was beefing and this was before I think uh, Remy was even in tour with Nikki and so I said all this to say that even our greats I mean just going through Foxy Brown's list of beefs we have touched on damn near every impactful female rapper we haven't even mentioned the beef between kaya and trina to be honest i don't like to talk about the beef between kaya and trina because it's not a beef to me kaya is fucking obsessed as far as i'm concerned like (laughs) it was a beef back in the days but now it's just obsession now it's just obsession girl like it's been 20 years like and also trina washed you on the dish rack (laughs) Trina said what's beef beef is when a bitch titties looking like they sleep (laughs) they been talking about Kaya titties they been talking about Kaya titties for 20 years y'all leave that lady titties alone everybody ain't got they uh them perky boobies shit and so you know I think that the I, I will say this I think that the the consistent thing about the beefs that were happening of yonder is that they were putting that shit in the booth mm-hmm. or they was going to see about it in person. And it was real I ain't beef. Known not now. Like we talking about bitches the only fucking bitch with I somebody's husband. To, we talking about bitches It's Cardi when she saw Nikki at that party. Allegedly. I mean, we know she at least attempted. However well, successful she, she was, because we yeah. did we did see her with the knot. So, you know what I'm saying? We we know for a fact Rod Digger that said, there was the attempt. I mean, we Rod saw... We, not Ra Ali, Ra Ali, Ra messy too. Um, Riley literally is Riley literally owns a blog site. Like she quite literally is. Now that's who Cardi should have been bathroom. calling lap dog because that is Nikki's lap dog. But yeah, um, those were real to me. Real beefs. All this Twitter shit. Oh, she tweeted this. This should cause uh, because understand that none of these bitches who Cecily named. They still don't like each other because it was oh, some re- of them made up. It was real fucking beef. Like these bitches was beefing. Like I'm about to get you shot. Yeah. None of this shit mm-hmm. these girls are arguing about is worth getting bitches shot or even fighting. Will, to be honest. And I will also say that a lot of the ladies that have were listed on this on this list, Lil Kim, 
still an icon. Still can get booked for some shit. Eve, still an icon, was and just a hosting a TV show. Married a billionaire, is doing great. Uh, left eye, may she rest in peace. Uh, Jackie O intentionally left the industry. So Jackie O like made an intentional exit. It's not, she not just sitting waiting. She not, uh, Remy. Down. Yeah. Remy has made, uh, is also kind of in a new lane with, you know, the black love shit and is now doing reality. Foxy was in all of this shit. <laughs> and Foxy is the person that we hear the least from now and that's what's and i do think that that is a little bit of a lesson but i just feel like yeah the the there's a way to do beef right especially when like pierre just said it's not even real fucking beef like as far as i'm concerned the only real beef in this shit is the beef between nikki and cardi and that's because we've seen it come to blows in real life you know what i'm saying like we've seen the fucking fallout of we first of all and I, the beef between nikki and cardi is real because we have also seen them bitches try to make up they tried they did they was pulled up at that one met gala together was, it was pictures and everything they did they tried trying. to do motorsport they were trying they tried best. to do motorsport together they really tried they really tried to swallow that shit eat it and just come together and be friends and they couldn't they really don't fuck with each other they really don't like each other and that is cool that is okay let that be the beef that they have all you other bitches pick trying to pick sides in they beef that y'all don't even have to pick sides in, it's not necessary. And Megan if they want to drag fuck. you, Megan don't give a fuck. And, and you know what? I'm really, you know, y'all had almost, y'all had almost got me. Y'all had almost got me feeling like, well, wait. Maybe Meg not moving right. Maybe Meg not da 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 da. Man, fuck all that. Megan been in this motherfucking industry for ten fucking minutes. If she wanted to work with motherfucking um Nikki fucking Minaj, if she wanted to collect the motherfucking Avengers of female pop, which is Beyonce, Nikki, Rihanna, Cardi, you know what I'm saying? Let her fucking do it. And I'm sorry. And my and my thing was, hold on. My thing, my thing, my thing was, Cardi didn't give no fuck enough about not liking Nicki Minaj to not work with Meg after they did Hot Girl Summer. Nicki was the one that was upset about WAP. Cardi didn't give a fuck about the fact that they had already done Hot Girl Summer. She still was like, yeah, let's do us like let's collaborate. And so I'm sorry, but like that girl Megan ain't do shit wrong. Both of those ladies are, are, are stars and she was fucking honored to have gotten a feature with both of them. And that is on fucking period. And I'm sorry. I just don't think that that makes her opportunities. Sorry. I don't think that that makes her opportunities. And I also think that when we look at all of the shit that Megan has been through in this motherfucking industry, just like how we was talking about with Nikki the um on the last episode and y'all and she only been in this fucking industry for 10 minutes and she didn't already been shot she didn't already she didn't lost her mama her grandmama she didn't been shot they didn't they didn't try to turn on her they saying she lying about getting shot every fucking uh 10 minutes she came in this industry she was so excited to make all these motherfucking friends the baby turned on her tory lanes turned on her all these other niggas turned on her working with the niggas that she don't like if i was megan baby i would be like who want to do a song with me you okay great let's do the verse okay i'm going back in the house okay i'm coming back out who want to do the next song with me oh you do oh great okay we finna do the song i'm going back in the house oh y'all don't like each other oh damn that's crazy doing a song i'm going to fuck back in the house i'm sorry like this idea that there has to be like 
some type of fucking like loyalty to anybody is kind of fucking ridiculous and it's and y'all be falling for that shit and making a fucking fool out of y'all selves because I would rather Megan just make her songs with whoever she want to make her motherfucking songs with than have Megan sitting up on the motherfucking Instagram live getting fucking sunned I really can't fuck with that I really don't like that I do not like that Mm-mm. y'all know Cecily mm. do not play about Megan Mm-mm. and I just and I and I didn't play about JT and Carisha but I just really don't like how JT moved moved this month friend I hope we not ruining our chance to talk to the city girls because I still love y'all I'm, I'm saying all of this out of love I want y'all to know I fuck with all y'all I fuck with all the rap girls we are this is our jobs we are commenting on what we see and this is y'all platform we are doing this for y'all we are trying to keep y'all and we are, in, are making sure female rap never dies again like it was dead of uh, few years before nikki came and saved it um <laughs> i mean does it, it nikki minaj saved female rap um i will i don't know that i would say that I would. but i wouldn't I would. it, it wasn't dead oh <laughs> yes it was it wasn't dead i'm sorry it it was it, it it wasn't dead like it was moving at the same slow ass pace dying. that it had always it moved. Was dying. It wasn't dying either. I don't think it was dying either. Because okay. I mean, like, even well, well, when Nikki came out, like, I mean, that's why Nikki and Remy was into it. Because like, until Remy went to fucking jail, <laughs> like, like it was Nikki and Remy, and then Remy went to jail. <laughs> and then it was just Nikki. Um. Also, I mean, for, I don't know if I would say for, that. I mean, because like, it's some, it's a, because years. it's some names. No, no, no. Because there are some names that I'm gonna throw out, and if I and if I throw them out, you're gonna say that I'm being ridiculous. But I, but at no, I know at every name era, because I was I was listening no, to them too. But yeah, because I'm just like no, because we also can't overlook again. We cannot well, overlook the era that can. people like Jackie O had. We cannot overlook the era that people like Diamond and Princess and Prime Mob had. We cannot overlook the like we. I'm sorry, like I don't think we can overlook that. Like the shit wasn't ever dead. Now, now. Did did Nikki make it better? Yes. Did she make it bigger? Yes. Did she take it further? Yes. Did she did she did she breathe some new motherfuck some some new life into it? Yeah, from the old life, but not not it was dead. It and was then dead. all of a sudden, it like dead. it was not dead. Motherfuckers was listening to female rap. But you like, talking about during but. I'm talking about we weren't seeing rap bitches on carpets. We wasn't seeing rap of bitches. Of course. Hold that on. That does not me, mean the shit me, was there. Because if that's the case, then it was me, never alive. Let me. And Nikki saved it. It was. Lil Kim was the epitome of red carpets. These bitches, these bitches were, rap bitches were them, them girls. Missy Elliott, um, Mi, um, Lil Kim, Trina, them bitches were everywhere. And then bitches were nowhere. Nowhere. We had little Kim Mulan ruling all Lady Mama Line all through the fucking. We had left out on every fucking thing. We had female rap was alive and fucking very well. And then it just right. Boom. Now you talking about crime mob? We ain't even seen them. We, I mean, Sam bitches had a hit versus them being hip hop being alive are two very fucking things different thing oh i can i can bring up a lot of bitches i was listening to during nikki i was i was cash doll crazy these niggas for everybody is one of my favorite motherfuckers i was cash doll fucking crazy but them bitches still am. i, still I love am. cash doll shout out to Why cash cash shout out to doll senior shout out to doll senior <laughs> i love cash doll. a lot of rap bitches i was listening to but Hell, I was listening to keys the girl that's got famous for this and nikki minaj but we only seen one rap bitch that was 
everywhere that was in in hip hop. But I also feel like, but I, but I also will say at the same time, it is like, rap bitches. Have you seen the? No, but also, class? but go back to what did we just? No, no, no. But go back to what we just was saying last episode when I specifically said part of the issue is that we also have to stop talking about what Nikki has done for female rap and start acknowledging what Nikki has done for hip hop. Period. Yeah. Because if that is the argument, Pierre, then like part of the issue is that. We wasn't seeing no fucking rappers on carpets and doing shit like that. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, so that's that's the I, who Nikki, Nikki Eminem, was, the white man, no. that white man. Nikki came up in a time where Drake, Lil Wayne, all of these niggas was hot. Kanye, they Jay-Z. was hot, but they wasn't. Yeah, hold on, was, they was hot, but I do not feel. Hold on, hold on. But Nikki, hold on, Nikki, hold on. Nikki, Nikki did say if we want to say Nikki saved hip hop, baby, she, I, I ain't gonna argue with you on that one either. Goddamn it, because <laughs> my bitch did do a lot of stuff for hip hop, and I do hate when people, um. Just lower her down to the female. My bitch, my bitch, my bitch made hip hop. It's like, you know, it's like my best friend says this. My best friend says like, you know, us as people in the beehive, sometimes we have to remember that like Beyonce is one of one. The only one. Don't even waste your time trying to go. Like Beyonce is literally in a different stratosphere. And so people, when people say things like, all you other like all you other R&B bitches are talented or R&B is dead because Beyonce is the only one doing mm-hmm. this that's not a fair take because there's so much talent and so much like there's so much talent so much good R&B and everybody does not have to be a fucking superstar like Beyonce in order to be good that does not take away from their work and so the bringing it back to this argument I feel like that I I have to be I like to be careful with how I talk about Nikki's impact, not to deny Nikki's impact in any way. I like to be careful about how I talk about Nikki's impact because again, Nikki was in such a completely different stratosphere in terms of what Nikki was doing with her career. And I don't want to overshadow what a lot of those other girls was doing. Like, for example, like, no, uh, Diamond and Princess did not transcend hip hop in the way that they did. But I think that to be honest, I hope that Diamond and Princess are the bitches that people like Glorilla are looking at right now mm-hmm. because you do not have to. Them bitches came out with them fucking all black Air Force Ones and them fucking kinky twists and they motherfucking head and had all and had us up and not just knuck if you buck. Stiletto pumps in the club. Yeah. I like it when she rock her hips, then wave and sip. We wasn't listening to fucking crime out. Can you name one of the niggas' names in crime out? Nope. Can't name a single fucking one of them. I only know Diamond and Princess. I don't know none of them other niggas' names. Nope. I don't know. I, I actually literally just said that out loud. I do not know the niggas' names in crime out. Wouldn't be, to be honest, if one of them niggas walked past me now from I'm crime out, I wouldn't be I able know. to say. Do they say it in Nucky if you buck? When I look at Pistol Holden. Pistol Holden, nigga. Oh, yeah, damn. No, I don't know. Couldn't that. even remember because the verses that I learned was that. You know what I'm saying? So I just like think about people like that. Like, okay, like that was a necessary oh, shift guess. in the kind of, you know what I'm saying? I like we needed, we needed girls like that. 
That's because everybody else, because at that time, everybody else was still, all the rest of the rappers, all the Jackie O's and shit, everybody was still trying to follow the Trina model. Everybody was trying to be sexy, be thick, be, you know what I'm saying? They was like, nah, we just some hood bitches from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? We like to go to the parties. We like to fight after. You know what I'm saying? What's up? And so, yeah, like I just, I, I, I'm careful about how I talk about the impact because I don't want to discredit what other girls, you know, have done in the in the interim. You know what I'm saying? Even Rashida. I rap like okay, Shadi Low. Okay, let's <laughs> let's wrap this episode because now we're we really put it out of make them on to marry me. <laughs> why you doing Rashida like that? The boss why you doing Rashida the boss chick like that? Why are you acting like that? It's room for everybody. <laughs> Put it on the Mecca water, marry me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. So um we got some new Patreon content. We're gonna be talking about baby Tate's Manny Petty, and we'll also be sharing our thoughts from um any clips we see from the BET Hip Hop Awards. Um, and you can find us at patreon.com slash first first show. It's a great way to support us. We are a completely independent podcast. Uh, and we need it. Um, it's popping over there. You get your early access to episodes, exclusive reviews, um, for me and Pierre, all of that. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Purse First Show. You can find me at Bad Fat Black Girl and Pierre at Prince Charming P. Also, please consider giving us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It'd be all this shit happening with the rap girls all the time. And as far as me and Pierre know right now, there aren't any other podcasts that are just exclusively about the rap girls and the rap gays. And so we out here trying to, you know what I'm saying, really change that. So, you know what I'm saying, support us or whatever. We need it. We also want to say shout out to Critical Minded, which is an initiative to support cultural critics of color. Co-founded by the Nathan Cummins Foundation and the Ford Foundation. They have been the biggest plug for Purse First. And we fuck with them forever for that. I holla.